0: our enemies are innovative
1: and resourceful and so are we they never stop thinking about new ways to
2: harm our country and our people and neither do we if this were a dictatorship it'd be a heck of a lot easier (laughs) just so long as i'm the dictator
3: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the one and only Animal Farm Radio Show, broadcasting on WFU Radio. The date today is the 1st of December, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm chilling here with my very disappointed co-host, Anthony Pax. (laughs) Hello, Ben. And uh, Pieth, uh on the soundboard. He'd not the, quite yet.
4: He would be the disappointed one. Yes, he would.
3: <laughs> we do have another great show for everybody tonight. We've got the latest Barack Obama news, as always. Got some police state news, as well as some flashback articles that we'll be covering. And as always, we'll be getting into the crazy and the ridiculous. Straight ahead, you are on the farm.
5: I am absolutely appalled at how much people in this country do not think.
6: Listening to the Animal Farm show gets me so hot. Mm. Ah, ah, ah,
1: ah. Just look at what what uh, Barack Obama said just yesterday. Barack Obama calling on on radical jihadists of all the different types to come together in Iraq. In the white room with Obama in the station. Yeah, everything's all right. You're listening to the Animal Farm
6: Radio Show on
0: the Freedom Underground Radio Network. Visit, 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 visit animalfarmshow.com today. not a animalfarmshow.com.
4: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We'll get to all that... Craziness, but uh, yeah, as Ben was mentioning, uh, Pyeth is having a little trouble with his computer, and uh, oh, poor Pyeth, Ben, he's been having all kinds of issues with yeah. his computers. There the objects
3: in the studio my, right now. Yes,
4: my goodness. He wants to uh, break something and hopefully nothing that uh, belongs to us. You know, if you can break the wall, I don't really care. It doesn't belong to us. But anyway, uh, thank you for joining us on this Monday edition. hope you all had a great holiday. And uh, I don't know about you, Ben, but I literally look pregnant right now. I ate so much food <laughs> yeah. that it's it should I should be uh, jailed. I should be in prison for how was, good the food was. <laughs> I always said that Thanksgiving
3: really is the, the libertarian's dream
4: because you just, <laughs> certainly you just is.
3: eat and you just do whatever you want. You know, nobody tells you what to do. You just sit on your ass all day and you watch watch movies or watch football, <laughs> football or, or
4: whatever. Yeah. yeah,
3: do whatever you want to do. It's nah, it's
4: great. It's it, a great holiday. I like it, it. it is, and you know it's it's just great to be with the family and all and all that. So hope you had a great holiday. Was your holiday good, man? I mean, did you?
3: Yeah. Was it just oh, wonderful? Yeah. Do
4: you want, have any good sh- stories to share? Or?
3: Yeah, I mean, I threw uh, I threw a little uh, little party after after okay. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving party, and we had some people over the house and. My girlfriend uh cooked a just delicious turkey with uh all the all the helpings oh my on goodness. the side and stuff. So yeah. yeah, and uh we you know, we cleared out the kitchen, we played some beer pong and uh got pretty drunk and good you know, for you. Did right. some did some fake fighting later in the night stuff. You know, you know, how it goes.
4: <laughs> yeah, and the you know, the hangover to follow and all that. But yes, yep. we are indeed back. And the Freedom Underground Radio Network seems to be, uh, you know, we are progressing as as Jack mentioned on his show. You know, the phone lines, God willing, are being implemented as we speak. And they're and guys are doing a great job at the network to really get them up and running. And you know, hopefully within a week now, Ben, we should really have the the, the full blasts and you know get out all the information and hopefully get uh, Freedom Underground. Really, uh, in the up and front. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's, that's what's going on. That's the kind of patients we've been, uh, working with. But let's get right to the sickly and the unbelievable. Not, to, uh, tell stories about fatness or drunkenness. <laughs> uh, Pi, do you want to give a test before we do anything? Hold on a second. We're, we're going to get Pi, Piot- we're going to do a live test. We're going to do it live. Do Go it ahead. live. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, yeah. Obviously not working. Not just yet. <laughs> Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it later when you're ready. But anyway, let me get to some content here before people turn their radios or internet stations off. Disgruntled (laughs) eight-year-old boy crashes teacher's car, and of course, Pythos does a drum roll, which makes it that much more. um, Oh, okay, yeah, I think you're on now.
2: Okay. This is the test of the emergency moron system. <laughs> yes, you can expect
4: that. You can expect a lot of hatred and anger. Oh he gets it. Yeah. Disfrontal yeah. eight year old boy crashes teacher's car. See how much more dramatic that is? It is, it's and much how much better. more listenable it is rather than just listen to my stupid voice. <sighs> Of course, the gratuitous <laughs> car crash. You can't miss that. And then we get some great stuff out of Germany. This one out of Berlin once once again. A lot of Berlin stuff here. An eight-year-old German schoolboy who wanted to complain to his mother about being sent out of class took his teacher's car and crashed it. Police said this boy, uh, banished from class for disrupting a lesson, pinched... <laughs> He pinched the the 40-year-old teacher's car key when she was not looking and managed to start up her compact car, accelerating and putting the vehicle into first gear. And how old was this kid? He's eight years old. Dear God. My goodness. Uh, The little fellow drove about 25 yards uh, before crashing into a Volvo, (laughs) also parked in the car park outside the school parking lot i'm sure sh- i'm sure they're saying i hope he was wearing a seatbelt no, huh? i don't know I, who knows uh, i'm surprised he could even see you over the dashboard i hope uh, he wasn't drunk driving that would be a whole nother show what? uh a police spokesman in the eastern german city of zick Cow woo. Uh, yeah, right. Said on Thursday. I'm sure I pronounced that one right. Yep. The boy later told police he had wanted to drive home to his mother to complain about the teacher sending him out of class. Wow. I, I know that feeling. Imagine the beating. Imagine the beating he would oh, get. Oh, boy. I could, I could do a whole show. <laughs> I know. Well, it depends on the parent. Yeah, I could do a whole show on times that I got thrown out of class. Now, Mister, you bring that car right back to where you found it. Yeah, well, and, and, and when, it, no! when it was all said and done, police estimated that he cost eight thousand euros, or about ten thousand three hundred forty dollars, of overall damage, which obviously is uh, that's quite a bit for a little twenty-five uh, yard uh, joyride. Uh, moving on here, <laughs> man uh, wakes wife from ten-year-old a ten-year coma by biting her toes, and this, of course, got me hungry. Uh, a Chinese <laughs> man said he woke his wife of twenty-seven years from a coma. 27 years wow. by biting her toes and ova.com reports this i played the radio sang and talked to her even tickled her but nothing worked Zhang kui of Shenyang, china told liao xing evening post i did pretty good on those ben yeah. i then recalled someone saying that they're that the feet are the home of many nerves i wondered if i could wake her by biting her feet now of course I would have been like, okay, maybe tickle her feet or touch yeah. her toes. This guy went right for the biting. God bless his, his soul. Uh, his wife, LV Feng Shuang, fell into a coma after suffering a head injury in an industrial accident. Zwang Kui bit his wife's toes regularly for the past decade until she suddenly squeezed his wrist, according to the So this was going on for a decade of oh, wow. biting toes? Uh That's wow. kind of disgusting. I thought maybe this was like. I must really love her. Huh? Well, maybe, That's true love right there. I, I mean, you know, I like feet all that. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't know if it's a medical uh, certainty, but yes, if you bite toast for 10 years, you just might get the person out of a coma. That's interesting. And then finally for me, Ben, I always like to make it three and tie it all together. Police uh, says man shot sister's boyfriend with an arrow. Uh, we got another Cupid on our hands here out of Ohio. Police say a southern Ohio man twice shot at his sister's boyfriend with a bow and arrow, missing the first time but grazing the man's head and wounding him on the second try. Washington Courthouse police say James Wilson burst into the home of a 47-year-old David Rout early Sunday morning then kicked in the door. To the bedroom where Rout was sleeping. That's a that's a hell of a way to wake up. Police Damn. say Wilson was upset with Rout. I think it might be pronounced root. So, pardon me for that. For how he was treating Wilson's sister. Son of a kind of a Godfather type thing going on here. Uh, the police report says Wilson's first shot lodged in a pillow. <laughs> oh my! Police oh, spokesman.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Police say that Jeff Root says the second shot could easily have killed Root, uh, Root, who later received stitches at Fayette County Memorial Hospital. Police say Wilson is facing a f- uh, felonious assault charge. Phone numbers for Wilson and Root could not be found in uh, online directories. So, the kind of
8: guy who just hates like little dogs for no reason.
4: Yeah, I mean this guy was lucky. <laughs> the, the 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 guy Root uh, was lucky not to not die from you know, two shots. And one of them hit the pillow. The other one went I guess somewhere else, and then. Yeah, but that's we're talk, probably talking about a very a hunting bone yeah. hour, not some like little toy one. So hey, that's Pretty it for hardcore. me. It's, yeah, I got the sickly and the unbelievable, and of course there's some really horrifying and awful news, which really makes the Animal Farm great mm-hmm. in many ways. But that's coming up. Ben, do you have any uh, craziness? Well,
3: I do, and uh, you know we often talk about the intelligence of the police forces out there. <laughs> uh, Leonard sent over some uh, articles. Uh, I think it was this
4: morning. Yeah. Great job morning. by Leonard. Great job by Ray. And of course, the infamous Dan. Uh, I don't want to mention his last name because he might not be comfortable. But Dan, yeah. the Dan. There's only one Dan, as far as I'm concerned, Ben. And this guy is just, I mean, he floods my inbox with information, and I can barely get to it. But I really appreciate that, and we all do here.
3: It's good stuff. Um, at the
4: Animal Farm. So thank yeah. you all, Leonard, Dan, and, and Ray, of course, yeah. as always.
3: Well, uh, this one that Leonard sent over, full size cardboard figure causes New Jersey Bank standoff. Oh, I did see a this. A standoff at a New Jersey bank is over <laughs> after police learned a person seen inside was a full-size cardboard figure. Officers <laughs> went to the PNC Bank in Montgomery Township on Thursday night. After an alarm went off, they saw what they thought was at least one person through the windows of the bank which had its blinds drawn the area was sealed off and three nearby apartment buildings were evacuated as a precaution meanwhile authorities used bullhorns and made telephone calls in a bid to make contact with whoever might be in the bank get <laughs> this picture some some guy with his uh smiling you know with his thumb up or something yeah, like toe that yeah open
4: up a checking account today <laughs>
3: after repeatedly after repeatedly failing <laughs> to get a response a SWAT team entered the building and discovered the cardboard figure <laughs> do, they, do they plug it with a couple shots just for the hell of it? You know?
4: Probably. <laughs> I'll go, go on eBay for a couple grand. They were like, it's coming right for us. <laughs> well, I don't know, but Maybe it's the, uh, you know, like you it's mentioned, maybe the holiday does bring out the best or worst in us as far as drinking and partying. I know I enjoy it like uh-huh. crazy, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the apocalypse to come, but we got Rush Limbaugh now endorsing Hillary Clinton. We have Bush saying, I'm sorry about the financial crisis, and, of course, we have Clinton now, the Secretary of State. It is in stone. We talked about this before. It was already in the yeah. news, of course, before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's official now. And, you know, I guess it was kind of sh- shocking to us at first. We talked about it <laughs> yeah. a little bit, but now it's here. And, and like, we, you and I were talking about, and, and another good point that Jack made today on the show is, yeah, it's like this position is such a high position, Secretary of State. Yeah. Um, it's one of the highest, you know, I guess when you look beyond. You're a couple heartbeats away from the presidency. I don't yeah, know name, I mean, but, uh... but but other than that, other than that, you know, the reign in that regard, just oh. because of what this person does, Secretary yeah. of State, look at Condoleezza Rice, my goodness, uh, very powerful person indeed. So now Hillary Clinton. Uh, is now in the office and she's right alongside Barack Obama. Yeah, but uh, you know, bringing he,
3: us the change that we all know
4: and expect. Yeah, I mean, nothing like that change. I, I I still talk to people who I guess you know, identify with Obama and really think he's going to be the the answer for the next four years and do great jobs <laughs> in all fronts. But, uh, you know, where do you, where do you even start here when you pick these things apart? But, yes, the change is not coming, folks. It's it's probably going to be a little bit of change, but more of the same and, and probably more of the, the awful stories that we've been talking about for the that last eight
9: years. Change.
4: Yeah, Rush Limbo now endorses Clinton for Secretary of State. And, of course, we, we with the whole – And I'm whole... sure this
3: is a big publicity scam. He's just yeah. making a joke because he wants to – Yeah, she gives me ammo for my show.
4: I'm yeah. so clever, you know. But... The, the, the I could sum it up with the yeah, final – With the final paragraph, I can kind of sum it up, and he says, you know, the old phrase you keep your friends close and your enemies closer that was made famous I think out of the Godfather movie but uh, how can she run for president in 2012 she'd have to run against the incumbent and be critical of him the one who made her secretary of state so obviously arguing here that uh, you know it's a great job by Obama because she, you know, she can't really Take the presidency in, you know, two thousand and twelve yeah. and what a great job he's and, you know, <laughs> never mind that we have four years now of this administration and we already see a lot of uh, well, let's just say suspect things going on as far as new members of the cabinet and you know, it's official now that Gates is definitely he's in. So Oh boy Ben I don't you know I don't know and um the more I look around and the more I read into these things it just seems like you know the wars are just going to increase um but he did come out Obama did and say more about the Iraq thing and I'm going to actually try to pull this one up Obama. here um <laughs> You know, he, he vows to end the mission in uh, the end, you know, vows new mission to, uh, end Iraq war. And again, Ben, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt until I'm proven <laughs> wrong, but yeah, that, that's my fault. U.S. President-elect Barack Obama on Monday said he would give Defense Secretary Robert Gates a new mission, in quotes, to end the Iraq war and hand over control of the country to the Iraqis. Well, good luck. <laughs> and we'll be giving Secretary Gates and our military a new mission as soon as I take office, responsibly ending the war in Iraq through a successful transition to Iraqi Control, said Obama. (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to destabilize anything. Oh, my goodness. Who is to be inaugurated January 20th? We all know that. Speaking at a press conference at which he announced Gates would carry on as defense chief and former First Lady Hillary Clinton would be Secretary of State, Obama pledged to turn attention to the fight against Al Qaeda and insurgents in Afghanistan. We will also ensure that we have the strategy and resources to succeed against Al Qaeda and the Taliban, Obama said. As Bob Gates said not long ago, Afghanistan is where the war on terror began, and it is where it must end. And going forward, we will continue to make the investments necessary to strengthen our military and increase our ground forces to defeat the threats of the 21st century. Strengthen our military. Yeah, strengthen that military. And, and, And from there, I mean, from there, I can go in so many Areas. I mean right right off the bat I mean we, we can go towards the, the idea of strengthening the military and then I think we can jump right into this idea that uh, now what 20,000 troops are going to start coming back over here and they're going to be uh, domestic yep. you know domestic uh, yep.
3: f- security we just control. Got that article to the, uh, the uh, Washington Post. Yeah. Um, you know, where they're going to be sending over 20,000 troops here to uh, help police, I guess, in the states. Uh, they say that it's just for um, you know natural disaster and things of that nature. But obviously, they've never read the Constitution, and they don't know what posse comitatus is. They just have no clue whatsoever. It's completely yeah. It's a complete destruction of
4: posse comitatus, yeah. and it just destroys that oh, I mean, possibility. It just,
3: it just ass-rapes it.
4: Yeah, when we get back, I want, to, I want to talk about this out of the raw story. Once again, folks, AnimalFarmShow.com is a website. You can see all these articles and much, much more there. Stay tuned. We shall return.
9: We've got to clean up this country.
6: Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious and healthy drinking water anytime even while traveling, camping, at sporting events or in emergency situations. The Berkey light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful it can purify raw untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED with its rechargeable lighting system can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at wfuradio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com, and click the Berkey Water banner. Not yet available.
8: Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enterfood is bar none the best health supplement I've tried and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, gulce kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa, leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enterfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets. Just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Flood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, one 762 9238 or simply go to enterfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enterfood.com. Tell them, Jack,
1: let's say Help. The superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through HempUSA.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn, help, shop at hempusa.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org today.
9: You're listening to the Future of Talk. Freedom Underground Radio.
2: Freedom Underground Radio.
4: i you, Ben. I, I gotta like just cut the diet now. I, I gotta start eating like celery and carrots because. This, this holiday has just destroyed me. I, I just feel <laughs> like, I feel like you out with the hut or something. Uh, it's no, good for you. Know, no, I know. Well, it's good mentally, health-wise, but it's uh, physically, I mean, it's just, I look atrocious. But hey, either way, it's good stuff. And of course, we got Christmas coming up, which is going to be another festivity, yes. uh, if you will. But anyway, folks, Animal it's Farm Show. <laughs> What's that? Eggnog. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a little eggnog live. Maybe we'll have a little experiment. <laughs> never never was really a big fan of that. I'd rather just do beer or scotch. But anyway, uh, folks, we are, once again, WFUR, WFU. Radio is, uh, is growing, and our new hosts are are just coming in by the day. and of course in. From what I understand, John Bush uh, has a show called The Rabbit Hole. He will be coming on right after this show, so no more dead air. Tonight. I think it's tonight, from what I understand, and maybe I'll get a little instant message saying, no, you're dope, I said tomorrow, but no, I, I was told that, yes, John Bush, once again, The Rabbit Hole, and you can check it out at wftradio.com, it's got a full bio. And uh, other than having an unfortunate last name, I'm sure he's going to be great, I hope. And maybe, maybe we can work out together. Maybe we can kind of, you know, uh, what is that, piggyback or whatever the hell they call it in the industry, you know, kind of hang out and cross-promote. Yeah, get him on for the last 15 minutes and make fun of his last name and just kind of hang out and talk uh, to him. That's
2: and, called insertion.
4: That's right, uh, Jesse. But anyway, <laughs> folks, uh, stay tuned for John Bush. Once again, the rabbit hole, and you can get all the information at WFURD.com. You can check out our site and look at the little sheep at yeah. AnimalFarmShow.com and i was thinking ben for for the holidays could we get like little santa hats to put on the sheep of that <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, we can do that. I just, very I mean, easily. I don't yeah. want to make it too you know, dangerous for you guys, but no, I was no, thinking that, no that would problem. be kind of festive. And yeah, we should Maybe do some that. lights or something like little light blinking lights. But anyway.
10: Absolutely um,
4: not. Oh, nope, God is listening once again. Thank <laughs> oh. you, God. But we're getting back to the Obama situation here. We, we, you know, we talked so much uh, so far. We've already talked about the Civilian National Task Force. And what is that? And I still don't really have a very good definition yeah. that I could put my foot on. But uh, now we're talking more about the Pentagon plans to station 20,000 troops for domestic security. Unless, as you mentioned, Ben, posse comitatus is just, at this point, gone. But we'll talk about it. U.S. Department of Defense plans to deploy 20,000 troops nationwide by 2011 to help state and local officials respond to terror or nuclear attacks and emergencies, of course. (laughs) Those are emergencies. The Washington Post said all this Monday. That would be today. Yep, there were. Citing Pentagon officials, the newspaper said the plan calls for three rapid reaction forces. Ooh, what a... What a term that is. It's yeah. wonderful. Uh, the first 4,700-strong unit built around an active-duty combat brigade is based at Fort Stewart, Georgia, and is already available for deployment, according to General Victor Renart, or commander of the U.S. Northern Command. I don't know, this just makes me all kinds of... <laughs> I, I'm getting all fired up here. Two additional groups will later join nearly 80 smaller National Guard and Reserve units made up of about 6,000 troops, to support local and state authorities nationwide, the Post said. Now, I'm reading on here, but I'm not hearing anything about border security. No. <laughs> what, a, what a coincidence. Because, um, it's, you know, that's not a security issue. Well, of course uh, not. No, I mean, even though the border is, you know, is as, as dangerous as any military or war zone right now. And, uh, oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. Okay, you know, I, I want to make an announcement here. This is something that, if you're running Skype once in a while, you get these little, um, these little, like, little phishing things that say you have to scan your computer so folks if you get those don't ever do it we are broadcasting through skype right now right now we're working on our stand unit but anyway getting back to the uh i was getting a little scared there i was like oh boy what's going on here but uh we're getting back to this thing here two additional groups will later join 80 smaller national guard and reserve units made up of about 6,000 troops to support local and state authorities we already read that the newspaper said that civil liberties groups and libertarians had expressed concern that the plan could undermine the posse Comitatus act a 130-year-old law restricting the military's role in domestic law enforcement. That's the dumbest saying i heard. The newspaper said that civil liberties groups and libertarians had yeah, they,
3: expressed they concern said. that plans could <laughs> undermine posse commentatus. As if somebody if somebody points a gun at me. Yeah, I'm concerned I might die.
4: Yeah, you know that's that's basically like saying you know me taping your mouth with duct tape is you know that I'm saying that that's a restriction of your free speech. Of course it is. It's a fact. I mean this yeah. is what this is what we just talked about. Posse yeah, commentatus. Go
3: read Posse commentatus and then yeah. t- discover what what it is and then look at this article and you'll see that it's it is the, the reason that it was in place is specifically for this uh, problem yeah. right here.
4: Oh my goodness! What just fell? Something just fell. Oh, get the milk. The milk just fell. Oh, that was the alien. Uh, yeah, we, we have a little alien in our studio here. It was course, bizarre. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, he just fell off the microwave. So that's just a little interruption. Pardon me. But, um, yeah, we, the more you listen to mainstream media and how they, you know, not only just spin things, but we, you know, try to craft things in, in really specific yeah. ways. You get a lot of these things whenever you talk about civil liberties issues, um, You you, you get a lot of this type of talk where blah, blah, blah said that civil liberties groups and libertarians – had expressed concern, so they and that's basically. That's a very
3: trademark saying, right. uh, a type of type of way of saying right. that people are concerned. They never give a reason why people no. are concerned, um, or or who these civil libertarians are, uh, but they just you know say they're concerned. They don't give a reason why, and then people say, oh, you're one of those crazy libertarians who's concerned about everything. Right. Uh, you know, you, you you have no
4: merits here in, in my political uh, mind state. Sure, and, and granted, they're there to pre- you know to present the news, and I'm not saying that they should take our point of view and enforce it, but. Yeah. This is a violation of Posse Comitatus and that Act. Uh, but it's yeah,
3: it's saying the so it plan, should at least say that <laughs> they're concerned that the plan could undermine. It's not going. It, it, it is undermine. It <laughs> is undermining. That's that's you know, it's oh, it's, it's the op- exact opposite of what Posse Comitatus represents.
4: Yeah, well, and this is this is the irony too. And I wanted to read a little bit more on here before the terrorist attacks of September 11, 2001. Dedicating 20,000 troops to domestic response, a nearly seven-fold increase in five years, would have, ex- would have been extraordinary to the point of unbelievable, Paul McHale, Assistant Defense Secretary for Home and Defense, said in remarks last month noted by the Post.
7: It's unbelievable. The, yeah,
4: but the recognition that civil authorities may be overwhelmed in a catastrophe Hurricane Katrina might be used in this example, by the way, uh, prompted a fundamental change in military culture. And you know, I'm not following this logic. Oh, crap at all. I mean, you know, no. we, we, we knew from uh, 9-11 that, yes, perhaps we could use a little bit more help uh, with, an, with an actual disaster. Whether you... I'm, I'm trying to get you know benign here. I'm trying to get away from the, the attacks and if who, who did it. I'm just saying, you know, wh- why would it be completely unfathomable uh, to, to have more of a, a local response? Yeah. But yeah, this is just amazing. Like we said, the, the borders are not secure, and now all of a sudden they find this need for, you know, these uh, 20,000 troops now for domestic security. And who knows yeah. if that number is accurate. Just
3: after uh, Barack Obama had said he wanted to a National Defense Force with civilians here uh, I think these <laughs> I think these troops right here are probably gonna be heading up those little pockets of uh you know the civilian Defense Force yeah that we're all gonna know and love uh, that are probably gonna be similar to the Stasi that yeah they had in Germany and and uh, you know we had talked about that before but we will fear fear those members
4: no question about it, and you know the other thing too. I mean, even if you have a, even if you're remotely awake as an American person here, and you look around, and you say, "Well, if nothing else, at least our our government's really, you know, in the business of stopping terror and all the security." I mean, we have Bullshit. to be, we have to be safe, right? Uh, but the more you, you think that, and the more you hear, "Oh, well, no, you know, now these troops have to come in and start domestic domestic uh, control and security for a big prepared attack," yeah. and, they, and they always give you this fear mongering that says, "Well, you better be ready. They, you know, it's an it's inevitable nuclear attack," and the more you read and this is out of the washington post this is literally yesterday uh, independent commission has concluded that terrorists will most likely carry out an attack with biological nuclear and other unconventional weapons somewhere in the world in the next 5 years i mean excuse me that's like saying it it chances are in the next 3 months we're going to experience rain i mean yeah. I, I, what kind of forecast is this <laughs> Unless the United States and his allies act urgently to to prevent that, so not only do we have a ridiculous duhism, of course, yeah, yeah chances are terrorism does happen around the world. It just happening of course, in India, right?
3: But it's just all all about strumming your heartstrings and making you right. afraid, and, and then they're saying unless this happens, and this is <laughs> this is that constant formula that formula that we talk about whenever uh, whenever governments are taken over and coup d'états, whether they be silent or whether yeah. they be um you know overt like we've seen in and many other countries uh before. Um, but whenever they do that, their first order is to scare the crap out of people, <laughs> make them think that there's something to be afraid of yeah, yeah. and then and then centralized party around uh, centralized control around that one aspect no question. and implement that into into control and uh, where they could start making profits of it you know you, you see uh, somebody like Barack Obama comes out and says you know we need to increase our military we have a one trillion dollar budget a military budget yeah. every year exactly. and this guy wants to increase it even more more than Bush did and this is supposed to be the man of peace the man of change uh, and and we're seeing just this nonsensical crap and not only that but he wants to create a civilian task force here at home pinning the people against each other, making us scared of our neighbors um, so that when these, these national responses do happen, these terrorist attacks that do happen that are probably carried out by the bastards in charge sure. will will um, be completely centralized to a federal uh, authority and not to the local authorities because everybody's just going to be scared of their neighbors. Nobody's going to want to, you know, oh my gosh, is my neighbor a terrorist? Oh, my goodness. He's yeah. got brown skin. Um, he's, you know, he, he's in the house all day and he's not doing, he's probably cooking up bombs out there and, you know, just that fear, just getting people scared of each other, um, so that they could swoop in and take all the power.
4: Yeah, no, Ben, well said. I want to, I want to comment on what you just said and much more on the other side. Break coming up, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com is our website. You're listening to The Farm. We shall return. Stay tuned.
11: Are gasoline and diesel fuel costs eating away your personal and business finances? Stupid question, right? What if there was a simple, low cost and safe engine add-on that allowed your car, SUV, pickup, or even your semi to use water as a fuel? Yes, I said water. We have the answer. Go to hydrofreedom.com now to find out how you can boost your vehicle's gas mount by 30, 50, or even 70% or more using water and gasoline together. An easy-to-assemble add-on produces HHO, a combination of hydrogen and oxygen, often called Brown's gas. And the only byproduct created is good old water. Your engine will run smoother, last longer, and have more power, better engine performance, and less harmful emissions. You may even qualify for an IRS refund just for using it. Check us out at HydroFreedom.com. Break away from the oil cartel and save money in the process. Go to HydroFreedom.com to learn more. That's www.hydrofreedom.com
8: my Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore.
2: Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. News and information you can trust. You're listening to Freedom
9: Underground Radio. Freedom. Freedom. Underground. Underground. Radio. Freedom Underground Radio. <laughs> You know the day destroys the night. Obama! Night divides the day. Obama! Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the
3: other side. Yeah. Cool? Yes, we were discussing, uh, the, uh, Domestic security forces that they're going to be having here at uh at home, the million uh man army I guess is that's that's going to be uh <laughs> taken over here at home and and I guess watching everything that we do and uh you know in association.
9: So it's not the first step to the surveillance society. It is the surveillance society. Exactly. <laughs> Very and, well done. Uh, well done.
3: We do know that uh, <laughs> that um, Halliburton has has gained a lot of uh, contracts to build concentration camps here in the United States. Um, I believe what is it? Uh, KBR got contracted, uh, three, 385 million dollars over five years to, uh, to provide detention facilities, massive detention what? facilities for people um, here at home. And if you don't believe me, it's, it's on our website right now. Go over. I don't uh, believe you, then U.S. concentration camps <laughs> is the headline. Go check it out on the website. But <laughs> I mean, that's that's <clears throat> that's how far we've come. We have actually have concentration camps here at home for to, for locking massive amounts of people off. I now, can't
9: believe it. And sit I just don't say, believe it.
3: We'll sit there and say all day that it's for immigration, and you know. Uh, that we're, we're trying to protect the border even though they leave it completely wide open and, and then build detention facilities for, for uh, probably political dissidents in my mind. But yeah. the, the, the whole point is that the entire infrastructure is being being set up to imprison political uh, dissonance, and that happens all the time. It's another one of these things. That we got to get Naomi Wolf on the show because she literally wrote a book about uh, the ten steps to fascism and, and what happens uh, in a sort of um, in an exiting democracy, is what she calls it. Right. When a country starts to go downhill, they start doing all these uh, power grabs and they start doing all the centralization of control. And you know, U.S. concentration camps—that's one of these steps
4: yeah and we've seen this build up this is not out of nowhere you know this is not out of you know pure thin air here we've seen yeah. the the build up especially with like we always talk about with the RNC, with the you know they're just rounding up people putting exactly. putting them in the old busty the pure fifty seven right uh concentration camps this whole thing, and we've talked about it, and of course it has escalated. With the DNC recently, and you know, there's just Absolutely. it's been going on for so long now. I mean, we're all, I'm almost like numb talking about it at this point because we've is, already mentioned
3: it's, it, it. It's important to understand though that you know, the, the, one of the things that confused the hell out of me politically before anything was thinking that our politicians were good guys and that they were working for us. I think the, yeah, the, the that's only... what most Americans think. Exactly, <laughs> you think, oh, Barack Obama, he's a family man, he's a good guy. You know, sure. he doesn't he doesn't know what's going on. he doesn't want to put Americans in concentration camps no. and freaking and murder them. You know,
4: yeah. um, but you know, Bush and, is the kind of guy I want to have a beer. With. It's, that's something I certainly want uh, yeah. on. You know, running the country. Obviously. But you have to
3: understand that these, these people that are in power have taken over. I mean there has been an, an actual coup d'etat in our country from international bankers that, that do not like the fact that there are 400 million Americans. They'd rather see 100 million Americans because they're more, they're more manageable. So once you understand that there are that there are international forces working against actual Americans, real Americans that are concerned about the the size of government and their liberty and things, these all these these uh, these terms that we don't hear anymore. Once you once you realize that there are people working against the, those organizations, everything starts to make a lot of sense, and you start to realize why we're in such we're in such bad debt because criminals are looting our financial system, and why there are concentration camps because they want to try to stop the political dissonance that habs, happens as a result of those economic failures and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, know?
4: well, plus they're probably planning for some kind of, you know, extreme revolt. I don't know if we're still capable of doing that, but yeah. I know that there definitely are plenty of Americans, uh, certainly people listening and the people in this room, and there's there's certainly, uh, you know, the people who were certainly backing Ron Paul. I think we share many common mentalities, but, you know, just, just getting back here, Ben, I mean, it's just... You know, we, we talk about issues. We talk about articles. We read articles, and we, we discuss them, and you know, it, we, we laugh when we hear uh, – and, and there's so much more to this Washington or New York Times article that I want to read on, but we laugh when we hear about how we have to – every time a terrorist attack happens in the world and we'll get to the India bombing and I'll tie it all in, every time there's a huge attack, America's got to step in. Every time there's a problem, America's got to step in. Yeah. America, meanwhile, is is literally sinking into its own ground but we still have to police the world and we're still expected to help every democracy in the world no matter what happens, even if those reasons include religious wars or things that don't have anything to really do with democracy. So there's the one the joy of Hanukkah right there's the one <laughs> problem and it's just this huge facade that yes America's got to be the poli- America's the big brother of the world yeah and then you have all the stuff here at home where now we have to get ready for a nuclear attack or some unconventional weapon attack that may Major. happen in the next five years it's like okay yeah whatever uh, yet at the same time of course we talk about the borders you know in other words there's so much of this hypocrisy um, and we'll, I also want to get on to this Bill Crystal, uh you know issue you now who basically is the most shameless person
9: in the entire world. The one thing
4: thing I'll give him credit for is that he has no shame and he does not try to Hide or conceal his true anti-American beliefs. He is the pinnacle of douche dump. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and, you know, and Ben, we talk about. You have to start giving all these people's names. You got what do you yeah. got? You got turd brain, or what, what's a uh, skid mark for for Brian Kilmeade, and and of course uh, Glenn Mark Be- is actually Shepherd Smith. Now. Okay, now he's Shepherd, Smith. now yep. Glenn Beck is the turd. We'll get to it. He he I, I think you need to make. I think you need to make the Ben Miller deck of cards. Yes. with all the names. But whatever. We're getting. I'm getting way out of the, the point. Let me read a little bit more of this article, and I want to try to make my whole point finally known. <laughs> Here. Once again out of uh, NYTimes.com. You can check it out at animalfarmshow.com because of that delicious thing. Um we have an independent commission has concluded that terrorists will most likely carry out an attack, blah, blah, blah. They're saying that uh it, it's probably gonna happen in the next five years, it may happen in the next five years, it could be nuclear, unconventional, biological. Um unless all this could happen, unless the United States and its allies act urgently to prevent that, which, you know, there's a whole argument to be made there. In a report released this week, the congressionally mandated panel found that uh, with, with countries like Iran, North Korea, pursuing nuclear weapons programs... And with the risk of poorly secured biological pathogens growing, unconventional threats are fast outpacing the defenses arrayed to confront them. So, okay, we're, we're you know, now they're even saying North Korea. We're, we're always sitting there like, wait, North Korea has nuclear weapons. Yeah. Iran does not. We can't even get a number on how much enrichment they even have on their nuclear program as it is. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, no necessary proof that they're going to just bomb the yeah. entire world.
3: And there's, there's <clears throat> so much more reason to be uh, scared of so many other countries that do have nuclear, <laughs> nuclear. They, you're weapons. getting it, Ben. You're I'm getting. getting Better at I'm that,
4: that. We, we, folks. You know, listening, we're, we're getting better. Nuclear, there you go, <laughs> <laughs> you've nuclear, been, you've been bushed. Power you've been pushed. I have. You have been literally bushed. Not, and that lot <laughs> yeah. of work, you got to keep
2: repeating things <laughs> Listen, over and over and over again for the truth to sink in.
4: And nobody has more trouble with words than I do, and I always seem to pick out these articles where it's like, you know, these mm-hmm. names just come out of nowhere. But moving on here, moving on here, America's margin of safety is shrinking, not growing. The bipartisan panel here concluded. Prepare before last week's deadly terrorist attacks in Mumbai, I think that's April. I don't which American officials say were most likely carried out by Pakistani militant groups based in Kashmir. Uh, the report also singled out Pakistan as a top security priority for the coming Obama administration. And, and this is the other thing. So all these things, all these amazing threats from, from outside the country, like Iran, of course they're a huge threat. Um, and now I'm sitting there and I think it was the day after Thanksgiving and I'm watching more of this coverage about this bombing in India. Yeah. the Taj Mahal mm-hmm. Hotel. And, you know, not even 15 minutes, Ben before the pundits and the talk and this assumption and this general push, if you will, except that. Um for america to step in america's yeah. gotta act america's gotta do something about this this you know this was a, a you know attack against democracy we have to help them i
3: wish like cnn and, and msnbc would just be a little more honest in their covering and they could just be like all right we're bringing on our enslavement expert um yeah. here to uh comment on what's happening With, yeah and everybody. uh he's gonna be, basically give you the general idea of what you need to think and what you need to do to, I to act it, on it
4: i find re- very ironic ben whenever you see a commercial on tv where anybody whether they're famous or not is talking about a product so let's say it's a Extend or some, you know, male enhancement product, which you can't even get away with these days. <laughs> Let's say it's one of those products you get a guy who's saying, oh, yeah, you know, I got the old wife in the bedroom, and he tells the whole story. There, there's always that little disclaimer saying this man is a paid – he's being paid for what he's saying. Yeah. They never say that on the mainstream media. We'll talk about it in much more, folks. We'll get into some uh, some more health news as well. On the other side, AnimalFarmShow.com. Stay tuned.
5: Pieth Anyone that would like to participate in this program remain here. The rest of you get the f*** out of here.
9: You on the phone. No
12: call you I'm there are many types of storable foods, but how about a superfood that contains every nutrient that the human body needs for survival? 50% protein. 300 milligrams of potassium per ounce and calcium and magnesium for your heart and bones with many more nutrients found in this incredible food source that the government does not want you to have this product is available in powder seeds and oil and is shipped free to your door in the u.s this product is illegal to grow in the u.s but is legal to import don't waste time thinking about storing food plan ahead and prepare for yourself and your family now and be in control of your destiny You can save and invest your money, but in the end, food will be your greatest asset. Remember what the Word of God says in Ezekiel 719. Call 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Remember, food will be your greatest asset. Call 908-691-2608. This product does not contain THC. Call 908-691-2608
0: today collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists the Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory but there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap, mainmilitary.com get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box military.com with free shipping on items over $150 not including heavy items find surplus items for cheap now like 30 caliber cleaning kit for just $2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today.
11: Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that's specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800 874 9760. We're Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. 800
9: 874 9760. No rules. No taboo topics. No fear of doom. We are Freedom Underground Radio.
2: You know,
4: Former interrogator here slams torture. I just changed my mic, so I'm a little bit low. Sorry about that. Former interrogator slams torture. Uh, says that torture has cost nearly as many lives as 9-11. Uh, Ali Frick here out of rinf.com. Great website, by the way, rinf.com. Of course, you can see it right on our website. Uh, we link to it. But in a Washington Post op-ed today, a former special operations interrogator who worked in Iraq in 2006 sharply criticizes American torture techniques. Wait a minute! I thought we didn't. I thought we didn't torture them. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just being stupid. Uh, no torture. What are you talking? <laughs> yeah. about? He criticizes American torture techniques as ineffective and dangerous, which is actually, I, I agree. I think that they are extremely ineffective and dangerous, just yeah, from yeah. what I've read. But whatever. Forget <laughs> that they're wrong. No dude. one cares what yeah. I think. Uh, torture and abuse cost American lives. He writes. I learned in Iraq that the number one reason foreign fighters flocked uh, there to fight were because the abuses carried out at Abu Ghraib and Guantanamo Bay. Our policy of torture was direct. And swiftly recruiting fighters for Al Qaeda in Iraq, which is, hey, sounds like Ron Paul to me in a nutshell. It's no <laughs> exaggeration to say that at least half of our losses and casualties in that country have come at the hands of foreigners who joined the fray because of our program to, de- uh, to detain. Um, our detainee abuse program, I guess. Yeah, detain to and torture here. innocent people. It's always, I always get these. Yeah. Uh, the number of U.S. soldiers who have died because of our torture policy will never be definitively known, but uh, it is fair to say that it is close to the number of lives lost on September 11, 2001. Of course, 3,000, something like that. High 2,000s. Uh, how anyone can say that torture keeps Americans safe is beyond me, unless you don't count American soldiers at a, as Americans. And, and amen, once again, yeah. uh, Ali Frick. Well, uh, it doesn't it doesn't take a genius oh, to realize bastards. that. Why are you
9: torturing me like this?
4: <laughs> Why? Apparently it does, though, Ben, because people can't seem to get it through their heads that if, if, you know, if they were bombed or if their country or if their family yeah. were, were killed uh, in a war, that they, their lives might change instantly. And, and I swear, if you, if you want to really uh, stupefy people, if you want to try to change you know, someone's moment in a heartbeat, ask them, what would you do? if a bomb landed on your house while you weren't there and your family was killed. This yeah. happens every single day, it seems, if you read the news. Well, i bow down um, to the government. Yeah, yeah you know, it, 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 but people don't ever Americans typically from people I talk to at least they they really fail to try to fit the the shoe on their foot sometimes yeah. they try to reverse the roles I should say
3: well it's it's not even it's 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 it is reversing the roles but it's it's also self-preservation i mean these people are taking i mean our troops they literally are taking in innocent people torturing them waterboarding them uh torturing them in various other ways other than uh, waterboarding, you know, sexually, battery acid, all that crazy uh, crazy stuff that we hear about. Um, and they're doing this to innocent people. So as an innocent person out there, you're kind of like, holy crap, I didn't do anything. That guy didn't do anything wrong. He's getting tortured. When are they going to come for me? When are they going to yeah. lock up my family? When are they going to lock up my daughter, my son, and torture the hell out of them? Right. And uh, so there's this self-preservation kicks in, and they and fight the evil infidels that are running around torturing innocent people.
4: Right, and I think that's, if you are on the pro-war side, for whatever reason, whether you're the ones who actually derive financial profit from the war, or you just love war for some ungodly reason, if you are of that mentality, then you could not be more happy with the idea of fighting terrorism because it's not a country, yeah. and because it doesn't really have a flag or a place where it resides. It's all over the place, and it's also a state of mind, because it's a mentality. Uh, it's the greatest enemy in the world because it literally can never be defeated, because yeah. You kill one person that you Terror. consider a terrorist and someone else considers a freedom fighter, you are going to inevitably create two, three, four, maybe, you know, maybe even more than that, more people that are going to follow, and they're also terrorists. So mm-hmm. it, it's not, you know, it's just the it's the greatest enemy for this hundred-year war, as, as suggested by maybe uh, Senator John McCain. John McCain, but, um,
3: George Bush, yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, a, a, and, you know, like like we talk about, without humility, these men who, you know, Bush and, and McCain, you know, these guys without any humility just say these things and just kind of goes either in one ear or out the other other for the most Americans, or it just goes way above their head in the first place, because mm-hmm. we're too busy watching something else at the time, or, or doing something else with our time, but, you know, we talk about Shameless, I mean, totally. I, I, I actually wish we had the, the Billy Joel song, Shameless, because I want to, just while I'm reading this, Bill Crystal, and, and we well, do have a nickname for by the way, what's the nickname, Ben?
3: He's, he's, uh, he's going to be known as the Stool Sample, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what Bill Crystal is, he's uh, the Stool Sample. <laughs> That is
4: brilliant. Uh, Potty humor is rampant here at the Animal Farm. If you can't deal with it, then I suggest... Finding some other place to go, but so yes. you
3: can't refer to him as uh, Bill Crystal. Yeah, and so if they, just... the, the stool said the headline is the stool sample is called, calls on Bush to pardon torturers and wiretappers. Oh man,
4: it's quite, it's quite the toilet bowl sample you got there, Pyth. You really intimate uh, hearing here, but uh, a little bit uh, unsettling. and I'm drinking like my sixth cup of coffee, so it's not helping me. But Crystal here or uh, stool sample calls on Bush to pardon torturers and wiretappers. Not only that, he also asks to reward them with the Medal of Freedom. I mean, you want to talk about the opposite of Americanism, what it means to be an American. I mean, the opposite of red, white and blue and whatever that is. But uh, in his new weekly standard column, which, of course, is his little newspaper there. Oh, you, did you get the did you get the song for me, Plythe? Oh, you heard, nice. gentleman. gentleman. <laughs> right wing pundit Bill Kristol lays out a to do list for President Bush before he leaves office. He urges Bush to deliver speeches, quote, reminding Americans of our successes fighting the war on terror. Crystal dreams, over time, Bush might even get deserved credit for effective conduct of the war on terror. After urging Bush to fight the incoming administration's desire to close close Guantanamo, Crystal concludes with this. The stool sample. It, concludes stools, with excuse that. me, you're right, Ben. The stool sample concludes <laughs> with this. Well, one last thing. Bush should consider pardoning and should at least be vociferously praising everyone who served in good faith in the war on terror, <laughs> but whose deeds may now be. Uh, susceptible to <laughs> demagogic and politically preemptive pardons are possible and may be that the best Bush can or should do, could or should do, he misspelled that, is to warn publicly against any such harassment or prosecution. But the idea is this. The CIA agents who waterboarded Khalid Sheikh Mohammed and the NSA officials who listened in on phone calls from Pakistan should have not have to worry about legal bills or public deformation. Order. In fact, in fact, Bush might want to give some of these public servants the Medal of Freedom. No, no, no. and just as the word patriot no. means nothing in the in the in the Bill of Patriot Act, Medal of Freedom in this example obviously means the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, be the medal, medal of anti-Americanism. At the same time, he bestows the the honor on General Petraeus and Orderno. They deserve it. So yes, yeah, I mean, that, and that's why I'm talking shameless. Not only does he say yes, he should pardon these people, and you hear a lot of that from the Fox Torturers. You know, pardon torturers and give them medals for torturing hey, people she can, she can and for listening <laughs> listening in on phone calls illegally. I still gotta silence that one out, but I, I still haven't gotten the beat for that one. But yes. Are I, you some kind of moron? But like I said, Ben, you hear you hear that part one. You hear that from the right wingers. Oh, wow, we're gonna fight terrorism. These are the methods we have to do. They should be pardoned. Yeah. This goes all the way back before the telecommunications industry got their pardons. But not only that, he's saying we should reward them. With the Medal of Freedom. So it's like, it's almost like taking an American flag, if you can, if you could stomach this, mm-hmm. uh, stepping on it with dirty feet, burning it in front of a large crowd, mm-hmm. and then being rewarded with the Medal of Honor yeah. uh, for your duties uh, for America. I mean, it's just, it's completely it's backwards. But this is what I'm talking about. This guy just has so much arrogance, and he's so. Uh, shameless. Again, yeah. th- that's the only what I can think of in my in my little head here. He's just a pretentious prick, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, to to, to use the, the the right language, yeah. I mean, ultimately, he goes on uh, in the Bush era. The Medal of Freedom has come to absurdly represent a reward for those who carried out policy failures at the urging of the Bush administration. By this standard, the implementers of torture and warrantless wiretapping certainly qualify. For such a medal, and I'm going to stop there before I uh, before the coffee gets to my stomach. Uh, it's it, at this point, it's just I I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, you got to watch it with that
3: coffee, man. Or otherwise, you're going to have to go into the bathroom. Yeah, well, I watch. I mean, out I mean of it's well like crystal. my. You
4: know, <laughs> or maybe a Glenn Beck while I'm at it. A pinch <laughs> of Glenn Beck. That's horrible, and I hope no women are listening uh, to us because we're being <laughs> disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. Uh, trying to be funny. Uh, I don't know if we're succeeding. But, yes, I mean, this is just the epitome of arrogance. And, yeah. and, and you it, failed miserably. Not only does this guy have a friggin' paper, him and that other blank word that I won't mention. He's got the weekly standard, setting the precedent in neo I mean conservative I mean right I mean, I don't know. Uh setting the standard in blah 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 American BS for the last God knows how many years uh wasting paper and ink that we could be using for a good cause. But uh this is what's going on folks. And and, and the fact that these people can come out and say this. I mean granted Don Imus gets what fired from his sixty year long job for calling someone a hoe and this guy can come out and saying we should be praising people who tortured men and women and children in our you know, because in the, in the name of terrorism yeah. so it it just I'm it, sorry I did it just goes well, to ridiculous I'm embarrassed that I did yeah that. you should be i mean it goes to ridiculous lengths and you know at this point uh, i always re- i always refer back to the mentality like well you know what uh, yeah rush limbaugh is number 1 in this country i don't blame rush limbaugh for that i don't i don't sit here and say oh i wish rush limbaugh would stop broadcasting i say basically that I wish people would get their head out of the sand and start at least asking the right questions based on some of these uh these big talk show hosts. Stop being a fan of talk show. Don't be a fan of the animal farm. Question the animal farm. We're yeah. not always right. We're just trying to make sense of what's going on. Absolutely. We don't know if, we have we don't have all the answers. It's clear if you listen to our show long enough. We certainly have more questions. Yeah, we have more questions than answers. And I think you will, you will
3: listening to the show, you will start to understand. Understand the political spectrum a little bit better because yeah. you'll see the perspective that's being pushed down so vehemently by the mainstream media. I hate that word. But I can't say that
4: word. But you do a good job with that, Ben.
3: But yeah, I mean, it's it's getting it's it's, it's a perspective that's out there that's getting crushed uh, that never is never given a chance to speak. Um, so you know, listening listening to this perspective is is a very good
4: one. Yeah, and right. I mean, basically, what I try to do in my preparation, Ben, is I try to I literally do. Um, look at as many websites as possible, and I start with the Fox News. I start with the CNNs and the Reuters and the Washington Post of the world. I start with the big guys, and then I kind of work my way down, and I maybe go towards more of the alternative route. Uh, but I just, you know, when I prep for these shows, I just try to, you know, look at as many different stories that are out there, and I just try to bring them together. And in, in this two-hour period, which seems awfully short uh, many nights, I just try to present them and say, wait a minute, there's a contradiction right there, yeah. and, and here this person's being open about you know, loving torture and, and yeah. trying to reward it. And then, so, and
3: then also, you know, giving the historical perspective as well. Right. You know, where where they're building concentration camps in the United States and no country that's ever built concentration camps in the history of the world has never has, – has ever not turned them against their people. It's it, always it's been turned against political it's just, That's It's the physics of government, if right. you will. That's, that's what happens. It's, it's not even, it's not even that you can trust this person or that person. It's the physics of government. It's a self-preservation technique that's used by the people inside, uh, with jobs because they want to keep their jobs. It's just like any other business. They want to yeah. keep their jobs, they want to grow, and they want to get bigger. But, uh, yeah, we'll be talking about that and lots more when we get back. Uh, I, I do want to talk about, uh, Bush, um, saying he's sorry about the economy, but he's going to be leaving the office with his head held high. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, all that and more, folks. Uh, animalfarmshow.com is the website.
1: Stay tuned
0: have been around politics a long time.
6: Can you believe there are forces that don't want you to hear Freedom Underground Radio? We are forward-thinking individuals, pioneers of new media and digital space. FU Radio represents truth without fear. We are always finding new and unique ways to inform people. You can help. Visit our donations page and keep Freedom Underground Radio the pulse of new media. Warning. Warning.
9: Warning Freedom Underground radio is have it for forming, forming. Use the truth carefully. Ciao.
3: Looking back on his eight years in the White House, President George W. Bush pinpointed incorrect intelligence that Iraqi President Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction (laughs) as biggest regret of all the (laughs) presidents. If If that's that's it, like like it's a mistake or something, incredible. (laughs) I think I was unprepared for war, Bush told ABC News Charlie Gibson in an interview airing today on World News. In other words, I didn't campaign and say, please vote for me. I'll be able to handle an attack, he said. In other words, I didn't anticipate the war. Presidents, one of the things about the modern presidency is that the unexpected will happen. I just, he has no authority to give any perspective on anything. He's just a jerk. <laughs> that's the only thing <laughs> he's
4: regrets. Obviously, he, he knows more than we think. Yeah. He
3: does. President George W. Bush not. says he will leave office with head held high. I won't. <laughs> I'll, you'll, you'll be leaving office with, uh, with George Bush toilet
4: paper uh, in I my house. I have it's some. A... I gotta bring it. Really? Oh, have, someone bought me a roll of the. Uh... The George Bush toilet paper, and uh, you just reminded me of that. I'm so yeah, glad to that you in that. here. Yes. Um, well, there you go. I mean, uh... it's a waste of normal toilet paper to. Uh... You gotta, you gotta have some bush. I up. think we gotta Those just hang there. it from the walls. But um, <laughs> Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> Let me just keep moving on here. We'll continue the banter that is the Animal Farm Radio Show. And once again, folks, AnimalFarmShow.com is our website, and WFURadio.com is the website. And if you do like what you're hearing, uh, and you have yeah, extra money, maybe 75 cents or 25 cents, and you want to donate to us, uh, we are growing, and this network is going to be the premier uh, network for Absolutely. you know alternative radio very soon, and it's already approaching that, but um, feel free to donate and help us out a little bit just to kind of get there, because we are still building, Absolutely. and we are still growing, and of course, uh, the Great Jack Blood before us, and it's going to be us, and of course, after us, uh, from what I understand, John Bush will be hosting the Rabbit Hole. I think this is the first show, so folks, don't miss it. Please don't miss it. Keep the radio show uh, going. Keep the, whatever, internet stream on. You know, Get an extra case of beer, because it's going to be a long yeah, night. Every night, we're going to have, I mean, think about this now that it's like a three-punch yeah. combo going on here, and of course, uh, I was told James Fetzer is going to be on the air, and I think Quanky's already on the air so we're, we're getting there and uh, just, just hang around with us and hang in there we'll be there soon enough and it'll be a 24 hour a 365 day a week thing if you will ben. and that's well, true and we get back on some. it's going to be fun it sure is Ben and uh, we have so yeah, much depends more depends
5: upon what the meaning
4: of the word is <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> Very true. That's actually I didn't think of it that way, Bill. Um, but sure, and of course, as far as the Animal Farm show goes, we're still kind of holding back here, Ben. I mean, I grant that we haven't, we don't have phones, and we haven't done Laurel we and We're still back. waiting back. Yep. And you and I were talking before uh, the show that I mean, there's so many segments and little doodads and little uh, things that we're just dying to to start doing, but we're just kind of waiting until. All things are in place. So stay with us, folks. Much, much more. Yes. on the Animal Farm as far as uh, craziness, humor, laughter, segments, bits, etc. And I'll get into some news now. Treasury Department investigating U.S. Attorney for leaking state Supreme Court Justices' tax returns. This is uh, well, a real story, uh, once again, on our website. <laughs> the Department of Justice Office of Professional Responsibility and the U.S. Treasury Department are investigating allegations that a Bush-appointed U.S. Attorney inappropriately shared private income tax information – On one of his targets with a state judicial commission that included one of his relatives, according to a court document and source closed to the investigation. Close to the investigation. Cool name is the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Mississippi is already under investigation for allegations of political prosecutions in his state, according to new documents viewed by Roth Story. Lampton allegedly shared the private income tax records of then Mississippi Supreme Court Justice Oliver E. Diaz Jr. with the Mississippi Commission on Judicial Performance and with one of its then commissioners, his distant cousin Leslie B. Lampton. Uh, keep it all in the family, Craig. Uh, the U.S. attorney also share the tax records of Diaz's wife, Jennifer, and those were also allegedly shared without authorization, said a source close to the DOJ investigation. Documents shown to raw story relating to the case confirm that a criminal investigation is underway. These documents do not include the Diaz tax returns themselves. In addition to the Justice Department investigation, the Office of the United States Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration is also probing Lampton's conduct, the source said. The special agent assigned to the case said to be Kelly Soapko, S-O-P-K-O. So there you go, a little something for you. A lot of big words in there, Ben. I think you did pretty good. My third grade teacher would be proud, I think, but just (laughs) my opinion. Uh, What do you got there? Keep on rolling. Keep on
3: rolling. Oh, man. Uh, well, I do have this flashback article, and, and we did talk about this in January of last year, but I wanted to bring it up again. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. It's not a drug-induced flashback then, right? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Scientific study finds fluoride horror stories factual. This is about flu- fluoride in the water. Um, in this article, this is written by uh, Paul Joseph Watson. Um, and it was on January 15th. But you can go to the website, check it out, AnimalFarmShow.com. Um, but he's got a, a list of facts about fluoride. And we've read this on the show before. Um, but I'll say it again because... Say it again, Ben. Kind of have to keep repeating things over and over again. The cap- ca- the cap- propaganda. The propaganda, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> fluoride is a waste byproduct of uh, the fertilizer and aluminum industry. And it's also a part two poison under the UK Poisons Act. 1972. Now, for anybody that doesn't know out there, our water is fluoridated. Almost all water is fluoridated. Yes. You, you can go to the website actually, and you could uh, click on a link to find out if your water supply, your local water supply, is fluoridated. Just
4: how convenient, because this way you don't have to brush your teeth, right, Ben?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's just. Damn,
4: it's just the consequences. Great. <laughs> but 97%
3: of Western <laughs> Europe has rejected fluoridated water due to the known health risks. However, 10% of Britons drink it, and the UK government is trying to fast-track the fluoridation of the entire country's water supply. This one's very interesting. In Germany, Belgium, and Luxembourg, fluoridation of water was rejected because it was classified. Classified as compulsory, uh, compulsive medication against the subjects' will, and therefore violated fundamental human rights. Um, and, and this one, this one's just incredible to me. The first occurrence of fluoridated drinking water on Earth was found in in uh, Germany's Nazi prison camps. The Gestapo had little concern about fluoride's supposed effect on children's teeth. Their alleged reason for mass medication water with sodium fluoride was to sterilize humans and force. The people in their concentration camps into calm submission.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I keep thinking, I, I first so I keep thinking about that scene in. Uh... Uh, Dr. Strangelove, when the general who, you know, I guess kind of defected from the country, you, you go watch the movie, but he's talking to the guy in the room. They lock down the uh, military base, and he talks about the communist plan to Florida the water. That's why he only drinks, like, pure water and, like, vodka. But it, it's, it's a dark, humor, dark comedy, and, well, you know, you can get into it some other time. i got to get that clip, though, for Pius Borg, because it, it, this comes up so often. And, uh, we, you know, we talk about it here and there, and it just, I don't think maybe we don't give it enough attention, but, um, you know, speaking of, I guess you could say flashbacks and staying on the health thing, another topic I've been, you know, really uh keeping some track of ever since I heard it on the Dr. Kathleen Albrecht show uh, back on the WTPRN days is the cell phone hey, baby. that's right. Uh <laughs> the cell phone radiation thing, you know, with the SAR, yes. the SAR rating, and I mean it's a great show. Uh, she's on GCN now, but yes, great show and, and just great information. But um this was sent by Dan, I believe. Dan, thank you once again for sending us all this great stuff. But DNA breaks in cells exposed to GSM radiation. Apparently, Science, uh, Science Magazine has conceded the error. Uh, more than one lab has, in fact, shown that cell phone radiation does cause DNA to break. Uh, you can get more information about this at microwavenews.com. Again, it's something I just follow, um, and, and I can. this is a huge report. November 27th, science has conceded this error. More than one lab has, in fact, shown that cell phone radiation can cause DNA breaks. Back in August, reporter wow. Gretchen Vogel claimed that Hugo Rüdiger at the University of Vienna Medical School was the only one um, to, I guess, believe this. Now, Vogel allows that a team from Zhihang University in Hangzhou, China, I tried, Had previously observed DNA breaks in cell phone uh, radiation exposed to GSM radiation. So, yeah, GSM is the radiation we're talking about. Nice. In a letter published in the magazine's November 28th issue, Vinny. Kurana uh, where are all the Ted Smiths in these in these in these articles i'm sorry just i can't man. get a break here Kurana <laughs> a neurosurgeon in Canberra Australia advised that there are many other peer reviewed papers from laboratories in at least seven countries including the United States showing that cell phone or similar low intensity EMF EMFs, EMFs uh, electromagnetic frequencies can break DNA or modulate it structurally which you know, I'll stop there because I don't want to get into huge science thing, but this is interesting news. And, then of course, yeah. there's this other debate similar to the aspartame and the fluoridation and all this stuff. There's another debate with cell phone radiation. I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world, man, because I was I was I swore that I would never wear those little Bluetooth devices in my ear because I always felt like, like I'm, mm-hmm. I don't want to look like Well those,
3: those have a lower rating than the normal cell phones, right, than putting an actual cell phone up to you. Well, your I mean,
4: ear. from my knowledge, they're basically just taking a signal and just, relaying the audio. I don't really... Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, there's basically no it's not really radiation. It's really
3: broadcasting so much, right? It's
4: just taking the, 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 yeah. the signal from the phone. I don't, to my knowledge, there's no EMFs, and I'll check uh, during the next break. Yeah, no EMFs coming from the actual Bluetooth device, but I always swore I would never wear one because I thought they looked stupid, and I still do. Yeah. And I don't want to look like a sideboard. Yeah, like I don't want to... Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, now we're really starting to look, to look like computers, but at the same time, ever since I've been reading up on this, I do now have a Bluetooth device that I wear as often as possible because I freak out about putting... The phone up to my ear. <laughs> I, I just, I guess, I'm just a scared person. I'm fear, I fear too many, too many things, too much. But yeah. either way, um, so much about the these issues, and we'll keep on top of them. And, and like we said, man, we got to start getting some segments and guests. and We got to get David Bloom back on for the alcohol is a gas thing, and I want to get um all the guests that we've had over the years. Uh, I want to get them back on. So many, you know, new things to ask them, and and we definitely yeah, should. yeah. Once
3: we get these uh, once we get these phone lines on, we are going to be having lots of great people on the show. Burmes is going to be one of our first ones for sure. True. Um, he's he's already committed to that, so he can't go back on
4: it. Birmingham. The, the great yep. Bermian, he's obviously was on our show a second to last show or last show. Absolutely. He's a great guest, really does make yeah. a great guest. And and I really want to bring the nine eleven issues uh you know to him and maybe I'd love get to get some...
3: a, a round table going where we yeah. have somebody against uh the the, the government conspiracy of nine eleven and then you know talking with Jason Burbank. That'd be a great that'd be ultimately
4: the uh, greatest thing that we want to do. Yeah, essentially. It's just it's difficult I'm serious. Yeah, not to be one sided, but it to me I just it's difficult to find anybody that has any credibility or factual basis to mm-hmm. back. Their argument when they try to defend the government. There are people out there
3: that have uh, websites that counter these arguments, and maybe we could find out, find from one of them uh, somebody that we could get them to debate, and promise promise them it'll be fair um, in every way possible, you know, and and hopefully they'll they'll come on and do it. But keeping on the health thing, Uh, I have this (laughs) I have this audio clip here that's just pretty pretty ridiculous about uh, child sex change uh, drugs that they're giving to children now. Um, to to essentially turn little boys into grown girls. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a horror story. This is out of the Fox News, and what? you can tell they're, they're not very uh, fair about the whole thing, but <laughs> here
4: it is. <laughs> okay. There it's supposed to be. Yeah, it, it's always the case with these damn clips. They never play. Get the traffic moving again there.
13: Well, a lot of outrage about this next story. We first told you yesterday about Dr. Norman Spack. He is a pediatric specialist at Boston's Children's Hospital. This is one of the most respected institutions in the world. This guy is offering sex change treatments to children as young as seven years old. Seven. Joining us now with more is Brian Kameker, president of Mass Resistance which has been working to put a stop to this. Brian, thanks for being here.
5: Great to be here with you, Megan. All
13: right, so just so we don't want to mislead our viewers, he's not giving sex change operations to these young children. He's giving them drugs when they're prepubescent to delay puberty, and he's giving teenagers hormone therapy to stop the development of uh, you know, female uh, sex organs and, and so on, the breast for well, women yeah, and so he, on.
5: He's doing this so they can have sex change operations later. As, as he told the Boston Globe, he claims and he says that he can take a a boy who would be 6'4 and turn him into a 5'10 girl. And so they actually do body mutilations. The reason they do these these um these hormones is to stop the puberty so that the body mutilations will be easier in a few years. Ryan,
13: th- we got more email on this. People are outraged that I mean parents have to consent before these children can be given these drugs. Uh they say, look, my, I didn't know what else to do, my, my, my child was so miserable, he was suicidal, and this doctor helped. How do you respond to that? Well,
5: you, you know, they're, they're getting a lot of bad information. Let's understand two things. Number one, the, the uh, mental health profession in the DSM manual, four, which we have a link to on our website, massresistance.org, calls this a gender identity disorder. This is a mental illness, and you have to deal with it that way according to the mental health profession, not mm-hmm. mutilate a body and the other thing is this is a political movement they are pushing this we have on our website a pamphlet you know that was given to kids at my own kids public school on transgenderism and promoting it and promoting the organizations that promote it what 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 that that's that's to me seems like a separate issue this
13: issue of this doctor giving these young children these drugs is really concerning is anything being done with respect to the hospital is the hospital listening to the objectors? is this guy's got a clinic
5: yeah, I know the, the hospital is, is shutting up on this. They're, they're not talking about it. There is starting to be a lot of outrage. We started talking about this over a year ago when uh, we found out that he not only did they have it, but that he's giving uh, presentations at um, you know, BDSM conferences and the New, the New England Leather Alliance is part of the conference that he spoke at. This is really radical stuff
13: is anything being done is you know doctors like lawyers are held to certain standards of ethics has he been brought up on ethics charges for this or is this fine under the medical
9: standards
5: the the medical profession uh... has unfortunately caved in to a lot of the political activism and no he hasn't uh, unfortunately and we've brought this up a lot
13: wow well uh... he he maintains that he is saving lives because some of these children are so confused they uh... they're near suicidal
5: what,
4: uh, yeah. You have so. to ask yourself what
13: happens. Um, all right, when that's that's enough. That's incredible.
4: Yeah, th- th- thank God we have reporters out there, you know, trying to really give you, uh, you know, fair and balanced news reports. Yuck. and it doesn't matter if you don't agree with it. Uh, with any of these issues, for me, Ben, it just comes down to one question: Should it be legal to do this? As if you're a parent or if you're a seven or eight year old mm-hmm. boy. Um, I don't like it. I don't like the sound of it. Um, if it's saving lives, then whatever. But at this well, point, you have to ask: Should it be legal? B- based on your religious beliefs, should it be legal or Ill- illegal? I think this is the trap that everybody falls in. They think that their religious beliefs should dictate the policy of our government, and this drives me up a wall. Like yeah. I can't even explain to you. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say something.
3: No, I, I look at it as a liberty issue. You know, H- whose, whose rights are being violated? Um, you know, do if, if these if these parents are are. Buying these pills to make their children into something else, and they're actually mutilating their bodies. Are they violating their children's rights the same
4: way a sexual predator would if they were getting getting raped or something? You know, it's a good question. It comes down to a will, though. Is this you know does the child have to consent? You know, verbally, well, legally, What's the story.
3: Well, can it, I guess the, the real question is: Can an adult seduce a child to have sex with him? No, you yes. can't do that because that's violating the child's rights. You're you're right. influencing them. Can an adult? Um, can an adult influence a child to take these drugs that are going to mutilate their body? That point. That's that's the same question. That's the same category I put those right.
4: in. Well, back onto world policy when we get back, folks. AnimalFarmShow.com's website. We shall return. Stay tuned.
1: Now I've got the word that a child is using his imagination, and I've come to put a stop to it.
12: Storable food. Storable food. HempUSA.org has an inexpensive, nutritionally dense, high-frequency food. Hemp, known around the world, will boost your immune system and increase energy levels, detoxifies the body, and reduces junk food cravings, burns fat and builds muscle, and is easy to digest, non-allergenic and gluten-free. Can be made into smoothies, breads, muffins, pancakes, cookies, you name it. The entire planet should make this a staple food in their diet. The seeds will scrape the colon wall. The powder will feed the body vital minerals. And the oil will clean the ar- arterial walls and feed the brain. Try our powder, seeds, and oil today. Call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org. That's 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. Remember, vacuum packaging this food will have at least a five-year shelf life stored in a cool, dark, dry place. Holidays are coming, and this would make a perfect gift for friends and family. Call today, 908-691-2608 at HempUSA.org. And remember, let your food be your medicine, and your medicine be your food.
2: Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626.
6: Now, you and your friends and family can enjoy the cleanest, most delicious, and healthy drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, while leaving in the beneficial and nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote lakes and streams. The optional PF2 filters even remove fluoride. The Berkey Light LED, with its rechargeable lighting system, can be used as a nightlight or camp light. To view or purchase your Berkey water system and replacement filters, please visit Freedom Underground Radio's website homepage at WFURadio.com and click the Berkey banner. Once again, that's WFURadio.com and click the Berkey water banner.
9: Not yet available in Iowa. Online,
2: all the time. Your gateway to the world. Freedom Underground Radio. I encourage you to refer to this program
0: frequently. Freedom Underground Radio.
9: You
3: All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Animal Farm yeah. radio show. Um, was an inter- <laughs> interesting conversation we had during the, during the break, but while we are in the health uh, news,
4: yes, ben. I, I just pulled out
3: this article, Research on Mice Links Fast Food to Alzheimer's. Mice-Fed Junk Food... For nine months, showed signs of developing the (laughs) abnormal brain tangles strongly associated with Alzheimer's disease, a Swedish researcher said on Friday. The findings, which come from a series of published papers by a researcher at uh, Sweden's Karolinska Institute, showed how a diet rich in fat, sugar, cholesterol could increase the risk. Of the most common types of dementia. On examining the brains of these mice, we found a chemical change not unlike that found in the Alzheimer's brain. Suzanne Akteran, a researcher at Karolinska's Institute Alzheimer's Disease Research Center, who led the study said in a statement, we now suspect that high intake of fat and cholesterol in combination with genetic factors can adversely affect several brain substances, which can be a contributing factor in the development of Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease is uh, incurable and is the most common form of dementia among older people. It affects regions of the brain involving thought, memory, and language, and that disease scares the crap out of me personally. Yeah, no.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Actually, <laughs> <it's> the,
4: yeah, <laughs> I love that.
3: Clue. But again, it's, it's what we
9: eat.
4: It's what we eat so much. Yeah, and, and it's what our, our environment to our body. Yeah. yeah, so much of what we eat and what we uh, drink today is, you know, is just ultimately has so many toxins in it Uh, that's why health is such a difficult subject especially when you look at the mainstream media and the information you get from them Uh, and, and just one example of this is is the autism debate and whether autism has anything to do with vaccines i'm not trying to stir up that uh, flame, and I'm sure that the phones would be lighting up already, but it is almost impossible. And I challenge anybody listening to the show to bring anything, any video, any commentary, any report, any article from any mainstream media source, okay, the Fox News of the world. Uh, bring me any article, any report that even allows the theory of vaccines being one of the cause, or the cause of autism, uh, into the debate. The only thing I ever saw was when uh, McCar- Jenny McCarthy was on Larry King, and there, you know, mm-hmm. they had this, this experts who denied this and that. Other than that, it's just, um, and you watch the Dr. Manny's of the world and the Sanjay Gupta's of the world, yeah. and it's just, every time, it's just, Destroyed as a complete falsity, mm-hmm. um, and they—they they, and I even saw one of those the reports we talked about in August. They actually resurfaced it and put it like back on the top of the list with Dr. Manny, who's got you know who actually has an autistic son. So, um, you know, it's wow. it's, it's so difficult when you talk about health because the information is so spread you know you can find you can almost find an argument for anything you can find an argument saying that alcohol is good for you Mm -hmm. you can find one saying alcohol And we have and and we of course (laughs) alcohol is bad for you so there's so many different opinions uh, when it comes down to it but um, you know it is what it is and I think what you have to do is just like with anything else in the world you have to do as much research as you can and you kind of ultimately have to make up your own mind and at at the end of the day you got to basically know your body and know what's right for your own body we've got to clean up this country
6: You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on the Freedom Underground Radio Network. We are here
2: today to effect a change. We are here today to fuel the
11: deconstruction
1: of the official myth.
2: We are here today because fear is
1: never a good enough reason to do nothing. We are here today... To begin draining this cesspool of lies and distortion we refuse to drown it
10: any longer. We are here today to ask those still sleeping to wake up.
3: Unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you haven't. Uh, you've heard the news—the uh, the, the infamous trampling at a uh, Walmart.
4: This is uh, basically one been, of the
3: saddest things I've ever seen in, uh, in my know,
4: life. Granted, it's the, it, it certainly is the product of Black Friday and the idea that if you can. Somehow get up at 2 in the morning and have you know enough time to do this and go shopping and get these great deals. Uh, it's certainly a product of that. You know, you, you, you do this whole day and you, you make great uh, deals on these products. But it, it, I think it's also an American thing because we are just these zombie consumers. just the dumbest um, thing I've ever seen, man. And it's, uh, it's
3: a zombie consumer, I guess. Is a, well, if they were zombies, they would have been slow. They wouldn't have trampled them <laughs> no, so hard. We're not I
4: talking guess. about Resident Evil zombies. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about people who would rather trample over a woman on the floor and step on her because they got to get a Nintendo Wii uh, yeah, that's as, opposed, as, as opposed to help someone who's trying to help the woman who actually died. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go ahead, Ben. You, you talk about it, and I was going to bring this up too, but I'm glad you did first. Yeah, autopsy shows
3: Walmart yeah. worker trampled to death. Uh, an attorney representing uh, the sisters of a temporary worker trampled to death when thousands of customers stormed into a Walmart store for bargains the day after Thanksgiving says the man had no training in crowd control. Of course, why the hell would a Walmart
4: freaking employee <laughs> have training in crowd control? That's ridiculous. Walmart employees don't gonna have training, period.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> attorney J- uh, Jordan Hack says 6'5, 270 pound. Oh, God, that's a hard one. Jamatai Damore had only been working at Valley Stream Walmart about a week when he was knocked down by frenzied shoppers. Nassau County Police Commissioner Lawrence Mulvey said an autopsy found Damore died of asphyxiation related to his trampling. And, uh, what a horrible way to die. At a news conference Monday, Mulvey also said a preliminary investigation shows Walmart failed to provide adequate security outside the store where about 2,000 shoppers were waiting for the doors to open at 5 a.m. 5 <laughs> Friday. Police are reviewing video surveillance of the scene for pretending possible criminal charges. Uh, it's just incredible. 2,000 people uh clamoring to get into a door when they open it at that certain time because they're just all going to start running towards the electronics section <laughs> i don't know what well, the this, is, happening. And, well, it's
4: this like is it's supermarket
3: not, sweep yeah back in the day.
4: yeah and it's not just electronics i'm sure it's everything because because these deals happen and i think you know to say the uh to speak the obvious you know uh, we really certainly need to figure out a more organized way and i'm not talking about police and black ski masks type stuff i'm talking about uh stores having to at least have some responsibility to let yeah. you know 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 people in at any given time, and not only that. I mean, in the in the the same um, report on 880, the news channel here, 8:80 a.m. In the same report, I heard about a shooting in Los Angeles at a Toys R Us that really seemed to have nothing to do with Black Friday. I think it was just a drive, whatever it was, was some kind of shooting. And then I heard about this poor, you know, this this one man. I think it was a man who died, a Walmart employee. I I actually have the clip of it. Let's let's play it, and then we'll come back to it.
1: This was utter chaos. These
10: newspaper photos send chills, capturing a 5 a.m. stampede as Walmart shoppers smash through the front doors and trample to death a 34-year-old temporary security worker. Investigators are deciding whether anyone should or can be
1: charged. We are examining uh, videotaped footage that was shot by Walmart and by some of the surrounding stores. Authorities also
10: want to know whether Walmart had enough security.
1: It was several minutes before they were able to get the crowd uh, pushed back back enough to be able to render some aid.
10: CNN legal analyst and former prosecutor Sonny Hostin says it's not intentional homicide, but shoppers could be criminally negligent. Isn't that what we're talking about here? Wanting to get such a bargain and such a deal on Black Friday that you would run over another human being. His life didn't matter to whoever did this. Even if shoppers can be identified, Hostin says with 2,000 people pushing to get inside the store, the case could be tough to prosecute. It's going to be difficult to prove to a jury that this person in their heads failed to perceive the risk and is now legally responsible for it. That same afternoon, the store reopened. In a statement, Walmart defended itself, saying it worked with police, put up barricades, and added more security. Quote, despite all of our precautions, this unfortunate event occurred. New York's largest grocery union calls the death avoidable and Walmart irresponsible. Lawyer Sonny Hostin says a civil lawsuit against Walmart is all but inevitable. But she thinks Walmart may have done all it could to prepare.
4: Yeah, and I think this, uh,
10: God just God. were pathetic. The
1: whole country's shot.
4: I and, agree, man. Yeah. No, yeah. Alex Jones said it best, and it's and, and not not and to mention his name. Oh, I, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard him say about uh, he, to tell stories on his show about you know when he goes to the mall if ever he ever goes there, yeah. And just how people he actually was uh, involved in one of these incidents once where someone was lying on the floor, whether they were having a seizure or they were down, whatever the case may be, or whatever the case was, I should say. And people were just walking by, just like mm. well, whatever, you know. It, it's, the population as a whole has not only uh, just gone completely mindless, but um, yeah, I mean, we're talking about people stepping over human beings, not even thinking about it. And I think it's really a sad. A 270
3: hundred seventy-pound human being.
4: I, I, I think there's so many points I want to talk about because yeah, this is, I want to, a, this I is want an to issue. Um, we'll get back to this uh, little issue here at Walmart when we return. Stay tuned, folks. DC, I a a thank changes is there. They're taking the chance of a new guy
11: Gold prices are at historic highs, and with the recent pullback, this is a great time to buy. With the value of the dollar, risks of inflation, geopolitical uncertainties, and instability in world financial systems, I see gold going up much higher. Hi, I'm Tim Fry at Roberts and Roberts Brokerage. Everybody should have some of their assets in an investment-grade precious metals. At Roberts & Roberts Brokerage, you can buy gold, silver, and platinum with confidence from a brokerage that specialized in the precious metals market since 1977. If you are new to precious metals, we will happily provide you with the information you need to make an informed decision whether or not you choose to purchase from us. Also, Roberts & Roberts Brokerage values your privacy and will always advise you in the event that we would be required to report any transaction. If you have gold, silver, or platinum you'd like to sell, we can convert it for immediate payment. Call us at 800-874-9760. We're Roberts & Roberts Brokerage. 800-874-9760.
8: Deadline Live and Jack Ludd are proud to announce our new bookstore. Next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to brave new bookstore.com now, peruse the virtual bookstore, and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866 516 6623. 866 516 6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about brave new bookstore.com.
1: Amp, the superfood for you and your family. Hemp has nutritional values that far exceed any known plant. Hemp, used for food, clothing, and shelter since time began. Hemp, this God-given food source is controlled by your government, making it not legal to grow for American people and farmers, but legal to import. Our founding fathers grew hemp because they knew of the benefits it offered. The protein powder, seeds, and oil are available through hempusa.org. Recommended daily intake of this food source will allow the body to heal itself from many ailments. Loaded with potassium, magnesium, calcium, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and nutrients not available in other plants. Hemp can be stored with a long shelf life as a life-sustaining food source for you and your family. Could this be the government's best-kept secret? Call today at 908-691-2608 and see what the powder, seeds, and oil can do for you. Learn, help, shop at hempusa.org. We do not charge for shipping. That's 908-691-2608 or go to hempusa.org today. This is not your daddy's talk radio. Yo, what's up? Check this out.
9: Freedom. Underground. Radio.
3: we were just talking about the retardness of the american people the hell are they hell
4: yes, uh, by the post i think
3: the uh, the trampling of a 6 foot 5 270 pound man um, because they were so Dead. In, they just wanted their they just wanted their playstation 3s and xbox 360s so or bad. whatever or for whatever, or whatever you know, yeah. it, could, it could be lingerie
4: for all we know man we don't know what these people were but buying but this is
3: just a pathetic this is this just shows how pathetic we are in this country that we can literally trample a freaking human being because we want the best be- deals and the best bargains and and i know that it's more than that i know there's 2000 people around and it gets really hectic and the morons in the in the back uh, behind the hundreds of people in front are pushing because they're freaking idiots and the people yeah. behind them are pushing and it gets into a hectic situation but how sad is it that we could even get riled up enough to trample a, a human being like that,
4: yeah I agree man I want I want it? it really <laughs> is and I want to ta- I want to take it back uh another step I mean, you know, look folks, I know the economies, I know everybody uh, is, is scrounging for cash, I know that Christmas is a big deal, and I'm the first one to say, look, I love spending Christmas with my family, I love giving gifts okay I, I do like you know enjoy giving them a lot of gifts because it's it's some way of saying thanks, but that's my own personal thing. I want to take it back a step further and just say. I'm not willing to get up at three o'clock in the morning to save fifty bucks on a Wii. I, I, I'm, I'm not, you know. I mean, maybe because my I'm with pri- you on that. maybe maybe I'm stupid. Maybe when my priorities are wrong. But I mean, these people who get up—not only is it ridiculous that people do this—that they they actually have. The time and, and the want to get up at three in the morning and go shopping for Christmas gifts instead of <laughs> instead of getting one or two fewer gifts, and, and, you know, no, they have to save you know thirty bucks on each of them. So whatever yeah. the case may be, um, crazy food. yeah. And it, 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 there's there you know there's the first problem, and then you, of course you're talking about the stores not being able to keep up with it because of the the craziness. And yes, Walmart is responsible, but what makes me even sicker is the attorney in the situation. Her name's uh, Sunny Austin. She's explaining that this is going to be a difficult um, punishment. It's, It's going to be a difficult trial because it's going to be very difficult to convince a jury that this person who the you know, people who were trampling over this human being yeah. knew about this or they were you know they they, they they you can prove that this was you know not just an accident mm-hmm. that it was happening you know kind of randomly so th- there's the other really sick part that it's sick but at the same
3: time if, if there is a lot of chaos and people are like just pushing you from behind you may not even have a choice it's at not, that yeah point,
4: it's, true. You know? it's true it's I mean, and true it's and i think that's why it is difficult but to me ben the point i'm trying to make is that it all relates back to this is just human behavior yeah and the sad thing is that you know you know, we shouldn't have to talk about these things. We shouldn't have to worry about someone lying on the ground in the middle of a mall or a store or a convenience store and people just walking by and not doing anything or not even knowing what to do. We shouldn't have to worry about these situations because, you know, we should have a little bit more respect as human beings for our own kind. But I'm just talking crazy. What talking a being... of
6: junk heads we
4: are. <laughs> <laughs> just not being mindless fools exactly. that, that, that want to get all
3: crazy when just <sighs> because the doors are about to open. I mean, it's just yeah. it's
4: nuts. Yes, man. seriously. I mean, you know, look, I mean, I know there's a lot of great people. People that go shopping, and they really do their best to get all this shopping in. And I know it's difficult. I know it's a hectic time of the year, folks. And I think the last thing we should be doing is worrying about frigging gifts. We should be giving thanks and spending time with our, our loved ones. But, uh, you know, I know it's a big day, and I know it's great. I think the bottom line here, the solution, if we were to ever venture a solution or give a solution, stores have to be more responsible. They've got to figure out a better way to let people in, uh, so, you know, certainly with more organization, more some, you know, security. And I'm not talking about police security. Just, you know, basic um, you know, pick a number type stuff maybe would work. I'm not sure how they do it. I know every store is different, but maybe we got to just relax on these deals as it is. Maybe we can't. Maybe we shouldn't let people in until you know eight o'clock in the morning. I mean, is it really this necessary? And even though the the sales were up overall, all we keep hearing about after all this friggin' nonsense is over with. Yes, uh, two or three billion dollars more spent this year than last year on Black Friday. Yet we're still in a recession. And now it's I I don't know if you knew this, Ben. Now it's official. This is
3: dumb too, man.
4: <laughs> it's official God, I'm just now. So, Bitter tonight, man. This
3: all this. Stupid stuff. Well, are <laughs> I mean, just morons. They I mean,
4: me mad. You know, I mean, look. That's
10: a bunch of bullshit.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with God, and that's, <laughs> that is God. God listens to our show. Uh, for whatever yes. reason, I can't, I can never understand why I listen to our show. But recession started in December uh-huh. 2007. Panel uh, has said U.S. economy slipped into a recession December 2007. The nation's business cycle arbiter declared on Monday, and the downturn could be the worst since World War II. Uh, you know, this is this is not news. This has been going on. This is early today, but the point is, after all this is done after all the shopping and all the gifts and all the deals and all that. And of course, today now is Cyber Monday. Um, and yeah. I love shopping online. Too, Good we're great. still, you know, we're still sinking. Bernanke's going out. This the the Federal Reserve has options as r- options uh, rates near zero. You know the rates are near zero now, and it, th- he's got options. So uh, I'm just going to try to power through this because just trying to make some sense of all the economic crises that's going on here. Federal Reserve Chairman You're Ben stable. Bernanke. That's right. <laughs> Chairman ben Bernanke on Monday urged decisive action to protect the economy and said the central bank had alternative tools it could employ to help as interest rates up, uh, like. rates approach zero. Our nation's economic policy must vigorously address the substantial risks to financial stability and economic growth, Bernanke told the Greater Austin Chamber of Commerce. My God. Uh, on a day when, arbiter, when the arbiter of U.S. business cycles said the United States fell into a recession last December, Bernanke said the economy was still under considerable stress and had slipped further since markets crumbled anew in September. Shut up, you bastard. That's right. Piath, that's <laughs> actually Pyth right there. Um, and, and what's even more surprising, I mean, granted, now we know, I mean, look at, look at gas prices. We, we haven't even talked about gas prices, and I, I don't want to be accused ah. of hypocrisy because we were bitching about them when they were 4 or $5 a gallon. That's it's awesome. like one ninety-six now. Yeah. So, hey, good news there. Thank God, because, you know, we do try Travel and it, 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 you know, there is some good news there. I'm not it saying also
3: lowers the cost of food because you, uh, you know everything people don't have to transfer virtually all this. Yeah.
4: everything. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good it, stuff. Is by that. So that that is good news.
3: But you know, we're we're seeing that this official recession happened in uh, December two thousand seven. I was <laughs> listening to these neocons three months ago talking about how strong our economy was, and even John McCain uh, came out and was like, uh, you know, uh, the the basis of the United States economy is strong, it's very and, strong. Yeah, I mean, and and. We all knew that we were in a recession. We were the only ones that were saying it, but every, everybody <laughs> out there was – it was just – it's just utter mindlessness, and it, and, it, and it shows the fact that these people will get on air and they will shape reality. They will say, no, the dollar's strong, the economy's doing great, in hopes that people will believe them, and then the economy will do good. I mean, they're, they're, they will go
4: out there and, and BS everybody to death. It's amazing I don't how...
2: I have any problem with that. Yeah,
3: people I said... will be starving on the street, and they will go out there and say, oh, it's good. It's, it's, good.
4: it's just, it, you know we what it is? Never diminish that fact. You see the same thing with sports and people who follow sports and yes. sports fans, is that they'll watch the favorite pundit on a sports show, and this is when it gets—it becomes innocent. Oh, yeah, you know, I think Eli Manning is better than Peyton, whatever the case may be, and they'll, they'll basically kind of repeat uh, what is said on the media, and who you know, the big sports analysts, because they are, I mean, they can go off uh, stats, so they have a lot more behind what they're saying, mm-hmm. but it's the same behavior, and it doesn't work as well when you say, oh, well, Hannity said this today, and I, I think he makes a good point, and of course, people don't think for themselves, they don't ask the other questions, they take mm-hmm. one tab, and they read that tab, here's your fortune cookie, and they read it verbatim, and Here's a little bit more. This is a little bit, uh, yeah. All right. (laughs) Big matchup tonight, Ben versus Tony. (laughs) It is Monday night. It it is Monday Monday night. Night. That's right. we got to do something with this music, by the way. It's a great idea. I maybe, wanna, maybe
3: that could be the theme for uh, for movie movie uh, Mondays or something.
4: Yes, we are going to do movie Mondays. That's one of the things we've kind of given up as far as the yeah. new Animal Farm. Animal Farm 2.0. We're going to do movie Mondays. And, we are. And uh, I do
3: have I do have a movie uh, to just talk about, but you know we'll we'll get to. Yeah, that later. I want to just
4: play this quick, quick clip out of CNN. I don't know if it's worth much listening to. I really haven't checked it out too much, but we'll play as much of it as I can. Shut stand up. With this uh <laughs> Naima Delaney chick. Let's see here. All right, finally
6: confirming that nagging pain
10: you've been feeling except in this case it's not a physical pain but an economic one today the national bureau of economic research officially handed down this financial diagnosis the u.s. is in a recession treasury secretary henry
4: took you long enough
10: paulson says beautiful little
4: she certainly is all right <laughs> we'll play maybe play a little more of this on the, on the other side maybe not you know it's kind of 50 50 this point much more to come though final segment coming up and don't forget the vintage amazing quintessential power segment also to come stay tuned folks animal farm shows what you're listening to
2: beautiful young female absolutely good.
0: Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard to find objects like real wool blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com with free shipping on items over $150, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30-caliber cleaning kit for just 2 99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 Mags for just $2 or a military fuel can for only $16. Add the siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com or call 877-608-0179. That's 877-608-0179. Call today.
8: Hey, Jack Blood here, host of Deadline Live. I wanted to share with you my secret weapon in fighting the new world order. It's a new product called Enerfood. Enerfood is far none the best health supplement I've tried, and I've tried them all. With many ingredients like spirulina, chlorella, dulce, kelp, barley, grass, alfalfa leaf, beetroot, orange peel, winter cherry root, it really is nothing less than superfood. I couldn't imagine having to shop and prepare all of these ingredients, but now I don't have to. Enerfood's done it for me. A simple scoop of powder every day is all all it takes. No fillers, no miracle claims, no magic bullets, just a real product with real results. Call them today and mention Jack Blood and get a special discount. Get the two-pack special with the coconut oil powder. Call them now, 1-866-762-9238, 1-866-762-9238, or simply go to enterfood.com. That's E-N-E-R, enterfood.com. Tell them Jack Blood sent you.
9: Welcome to the World's Meeting Place. F-R-E-E-D-O-M. Radio. Kick it. Freedom Underground. <laughs> Radio. Uh
4: par for the course we're being total pigs here during the breaks you can't hear what we say during the breaks thank god because we'll be yeah. off the air tomorrow it I is wanna... it is
3: the farm though, so we can't it, be pigs
4: it's an absolute uh, just it's as bad as we are alive we're horrible off off the air but that being said really funny baby i don't want to forget layers. folks uh, please do not miss after this show within 13 minutes or so the rabbit hole uh, starring john bush the host john bush um, he is on the archive list, to my knowledge, he will be on the air tonight. Keep in mind, folks we are still you know I guess you could say we 're still under the test preparation phase i don 't know if that 's accurate, but uh you know there I, would, no... I would classify that thank you ben. for sure thanks for that um Thanks for that confirmation. Yes. Um, so, yeah, obviously, technical issues do happen once in a while. We're still kind of getting up and running here. But do not miss, uh, nevertheless, do not miss The Rabbit Hole with uh, John Bush. And uh, I will be listening in to see what the story is, and hopefully all goes well. And I, I'm very excited to see and hear these new hosts and really kind of uh,
12: – He was busy oh, measuring boy. things. Oh, boy. To see if they fit into oh, his mouse hole.
4: Oh, boy. That, I still don't understand that clip. Anyway, that's Pyeth, so, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> but we were talking, you know, go back to important things We were talking about the economy. I'm not gonna play the rest Sorry. of this clip because we, we do have the power segment approaching. Not yet, Pyeth. Take, take it easy. You know, every time I mention that word, the power segment. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is what it is, folks. But yes, finally now, you could at least now go to your neocon friends who, continue to sleep in the hole that they live in or whatever, and uh, unfortunately they're going to have to admit now that the economy's not doing as good as they once thought, maybe isn't as strong as they once thought. Now granted, they won't look into into the Federal Reserve if you tell tell them about it. They'll blame Barack Obama, who hasn't (laughs) even entered
3: office (laughs) yet. (laughs) It's
4: amazing. The neocons on talk radio, as much as I'm not an Obama fan, it just never ceases to amaze (laughs) me. They've already blamed Barack Obama for like eight things, and he hasn't even been sworn in yet. And how people can't see through this, uh, I can only I can only equate it to uh, being a sports fan, and just no matter how bad your team can play, nope, they're the best. I love my team. My team's better than your team.
1: Every And
4: day. Um, shut up, you fool! You shut, shut up. Shut up, you fool! You're anti-American. So right. It is what it is. But uh, Ben, without further ado, do you, would you like to start the power segment? Now that we only have about uh, eleven minutes or sure, so. Sure, we'll start the power segment. Okay, Pyth, why don't you kick it off?
9: The power segment. I got my news at a very fast
4: pace.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is out of the International Herald Tribune. CNN pitches a cheaper wire service to newspapers. CNN, in the afterglow of an election season of record ratings for cable news, is elbowing in on a new line of business catering to financially strained newspapers looking for an alternative to the Associated Press oh, <laughs> for nearly a month. A trial version of CNN's wire service has been on display in some newspapers, but this week's editor from about 30 papers will visit Atlanta to hear CNN plans to broaden a service to provide coverage of big national and international events, and maybe local ones, on a smaller scale and at a lower cost than the AP. The reality is we don't have a lot of relationships with newspapers, said uh, Jim Walton, president of CNN Worldwide. We have relationships with TV stations around the world, Walton said uh, The me- this meeting this week. Uh, CNN has billed the CNN Newspaper Summit is uh, kind of a get-to-know-you type of thing. So.
9: Oh,
4: great. Wow. Wow, yeah. Excellent. Okay, we'll keep, in the, we'll keep it rolling along. I promise this time with the power thing it's going to be powerful. I always screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> while this one under the UK <laughs> Syndrome. That's right. I'm so excited. UK Syndrome here is what I've dubbed. The first batch of biometric identity cards issued in Britain last week to foreigners are not being read because the government failed to issue a single scanner in time. Mm. <laughs> great. <laughs> Tyranny screwing itself over. Machines that scan fingerprints and facial details were meant to be in the hands of employers, recruiters, and emergency services for the rollout of the cards on Tuesday, but the Observer reported that the home office had still not issued the, the biometric readers by last week and was unable to say when deployment would begin, Ben. I'm a failure because I haven't got a brain. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> truth from movies, folks. As a result, the cards can only be used as a visual identifier like a valid passport or visa for for example, making the current use to akin to Flesh and go corporate identity card scheme. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, flash and go. Yeah, okay. What's on my mind? Pfft, uh, ministers have <laughs> hailed the capture of facial image and fingerprints of cardholders as a way to quote lock. Foreign Nationals to One Identity and help stamp out illegal working. Finally on this, welcoming the issue of the cards to foreign staff, the Recruitment and Employment Confederation said to move would enhance safe and ethical recruitment in the UK. Power segment continues with Ben and Yeah.
9: CIA.
3: Heroin still rule the day in Afghanistan. This is by Victor Thorne, um, who... I have a personal problem with and have had personal problems with uh, many times before, if anybody knows that whole story. Um, yeah, but he writes a good article here, uh, despite his douchiness. <laughs> Afghanistan now supplies over 90% of the world's heroin, generating nearly $200 billion in revenue. Since the U.S. invasion of uh, October 2001, opium output has increased 33 fold <laughs> to of a bitch. cover 8,250 <laughs> metric tons a year. Yeah, for all the ignorant uh, sheeple out there that didn't know, uh, there was no heroin growing in, in Afghanistan while well, the Taliban Taliban reigned. Yeah, uh, it would We be, invaded right. their country, and now it is the largest heroin producing country in the world. Ever since then.
4: Know, then in- wow. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. I'll, I'll comment afterwards. Go ahead.
3: No, it's, uh, the U.S. has been in Afghanistan for over seven years, has spent $177 billion in in that country alone and has the most powerful and technology advanced military on Earth. GPS tracking devices can locate any spot imaginable by simply pushing a f- few buttons. And I think his point here, which I think he's right about, despite his douchiness, again, um, <laughs> is that they have the technology to stop these poppy fields, but they're not. They're not doing it because they're making a hell of a lot of money through backroom deals and money laundering with the uh, international drug cartels. Yeah,
4: but Ben, I no mean, kidding. Ben, we're, we're also fighting Al Qaeda and the Taliban in Afghanistan, right? No. We're not okay. All right. Well, that's you know that's what I thought. You know, Jeez, I thought we were fighting the war on terrorism. Power well, segment this is, continues. This is our
3: duty to let people know.
4: I'm being facetious, of course. <laughs> no, you know, drugs are a big, uh, big moneymaker, folks. There's, yeah. You know, opium and Especially you know, the illegal ones. Heroin's a big uh, you know moneymaker. So, you know, government's got to fund the war somehow. A planet outside of the solar system has been discovered orbiting a dying, puffed-up star called a red giant. The finding could help astronomers learn more about the fate of our solar system. The newly discovered exoplanet is nearly six times the mass of Jupiter and orbits the red giant star HD 102272. (laughs) Nice. Take that one down, Ben, which is located 1,200 light years away from the constellation Leo. To date, about 20 red giants are known to support planets. The researchers suspect, however, another world is orbiting farther out in the system. If confirmed, the system will be the first red giant star known to support more than one planet uh, small and medium sized stars like our sun become red giants when they exhaust all of their hydrogen fuel near the end of their lives the star's cores contract and begin to burn helium which is their outer shells balloon up to a hundred times their original size
9: fire yes fire. very exciting fire. When,
4: fire. when our, when our sun does that earth and other planets will be vaporized so folks uh, smoke them if you got them because you know you never know when it's going to happen then your turn <laughs> Our segment. International Court.
9: <laughs> <laughs> no!
4: <laughs> Thank you, bye. Inappropriate yet appropriate. I love it. International Court to punish no. nations. No. Failing to prevent
3: global warming <laughs> this is out of the Telegraph. Stephen Hockman, GQQC. Uh, <laughs> hey,
4: that was my next article. You are on the same page as me
3: tonight. Nice. Is pro- is pro- are you pro- taking
4: my delicious feeds? From- I am.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, he's uh, proposing a body similar to the International Court of Justice in The Hague to be supreme legal authority on issues regarding the environment. How dangerous is that? Huh?
5: The situation.
3: Uh, the first role of the new body would be to enforce international agreements on cutting Greenhouse gas emissions to be uh, Set to be agreed next year But the court would also find countries Or companies that fail to protect endangered species Or degrade the natural environment And enforce, quote-unquote, right to a healthy environment
11: Your sister's ex The innovation's <laughs> ideas is
3: being presented To an audience of politicians, scientists And public figures for the first time uh, At a symposium at the British Library
4: power <laughs> <laughs> segment continues No more uh, metal voices. Let it play, let it play <laughs> yes, yeah. I've always wanted to be a metal singer, I just could never do it. This is as close as I can control, get to being. you must to <laughs> That's, uh, That must be a highest. That was Yoda. Yeah, alright, Europe. Europe here to get cybercrime alert system. Europe is getting a cybercrime alert system as part of a European union drive to fight online criminals. According to planned European law enforcement body, Europol will receive 300,000... Euros or $386,000 roughly, to build an alert system that pools reports of cybercrime such as online de- identification and financial theft from across the 27 member states. Uh, police will launch more remote searches of suspects' hard drives over the Internet, as well as cyber patrols to spot and track illegal activity under the strategy adopted by the European Union's Council of Ministers Thursday.
2: Access denied. Oh,
4: that's right. The strategy, a blueprint for fighting cybercrime in the EU over the next five years, also introduces measures to encourage businesses and police to share information on investigations and cybercrime Trans Wow, safety. I just... centralized, centralized. God, I love freedom. The strategy encourages the much-needed operational cooperation and information exchange between the member states, said Jacques Barat, vice president of the European Commission. If the strategy is to make the fight against cybercrime more efficient, all stakeholders have to be fully committed to its implementation. We are ready to support them. Also financially in their efforts. Uh, Ben, your turn. (laughs) No comment after this. I have nothing to say. I'm just going to shut up. New York Times mislead on Taliban's role in opium trade. This is the
3: foreign policy journal. New I York drugs Times on your mind, Ben? I do. New York Times uh, reported this week that the Taliban have cut back on poppy cultivation and is stockpiling opium. Grossly overstated the group's role in Afghanistan drug trade. <laughs> Afghanistan has produced so much opium in recent years. The Times reported Thursday that the Taliban are cutting poppy cultivation and stockpiling raw opium in an effort to support prices and preserve a major source of financing for their insurgency. Total lies. Mm-hmm. Wildly total, inappropriate. Total freaking lies. <laughs> these these people were the ones that were. Burning down the fields uh, when before we invaded, and then once we invade Get the law, it's,
4: it's 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 illegal.
3: Exactly, and once we invaded, magically all the poppy fields start going up. Ben,
4: again. like I said, the American people are paying for this war, but so is the uh, the many fields and the heroin production. This, is, you know, everybody thinks this is a fight against terrorism. That's that's BS, folks. That's not really what's going on. But don't take our word for it. Do your own research. Uh, great job, Pyth. Good job, Ben. Me, not so much, folks. Hey. Stay tuned for John Bush coming up next with the rabbit hole. That's the name of the show. I'm not trying to make a joke. Uh, John Bush coming up. I hope he does a great job. Good luck to him. It's his first show uh, on this network. So uh, we're going to pass the ball off to him with our little end song, and we will definitely be here tomorrow, Ben. Animal Farm Radio Show will return tomorrow, 6 to 8 Eastern, 5 to 7 uh, Central. Have a great night, everybody. Stay stay safe. Bye-bye. Stick around. Hang out with us.